home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Right on. Welcome to Rated G Radio. I am your host, Garrett Miller. Tonight, we are going to be welcoming back our very popular returning champion to Jeopardy. No, that's a different show. Um, We're going to be returning to America's top 50 psychic, Rebecca Fisk. In the second half of the show, you can call in 323-657-1493. That is the hotline to ask her one free question, any topic that you like, love, life, work, family, career, money, you name it, you can ask it, and it will give you a great feel for what this award-winning author, motivational speaker, life coach, and psychic will be able to tell you. Um, Also, we'll talk about the fact that tonight, one of us has showered today, Um, we'll leave that up to discussion later on, but only one of us has showered today. You would think it'd be me talking about that, but it's actually not. Rebecca, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hi there. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. It's the clean and shiny, fresh Rebecca. So Rebecca, what were you doing before the show that required a shower? Working out. <laughs> Your favorite thing ever. What What were you working out tonight? Abs. Abs. Yeah. Abs so, out of all the things that you yeah. work out, what's your favorite thing to work out, and what's your least favorite thing to do? Ooh, that's a really good question. Actually, you know what? I kind of like everything, um, but uh, I tend to do more walking. Uh, weights I don't tend to do as much. I'd rather work with somebody if I'm doing free weights because I want to make sure I'm doing the right form. I'm better on the machines at the gym, which I'm not doing right now, which I will not discuss. But (laughs) um, I actually have a climber in my living room, uh, like a Versa climber. It's called a maxi climber, and it's all self-propelled, and I love using that thing. It's a really great workout. Um, But I'm actually, uh, I don't know if I told you this, I'm training to hike out of the Grand Canyon next year. Oh, wow. Okay, so you want to hike out of the Grand Canyon. It's a good goal not to hike down to the Grand Canyon because then you'd be stuck. Your goal is to climb out. So what's, um, what's spurred this sudden interest in desert culture? <laughs> Actually, I've done it before. So uh, one of my favorite vacation things to do in the past has been whitewater rafting. And so some years ago, I did a five-day trip through the upper part of the Grand Canyon on the Colorado River. And the last day of the trip, after four days of rafting, is to hike out of the canyon from Phantom Ranch. So you start at the bottom. And Phantom Ranch is the place that the mules take everybody to. Like if you you decide to do the the mule ride into the canyon, you'll get on a mule and they'll take you the nine and a half miles of switchbacks down into the canyon or back out, depending on where you are. And um, so at the bottom of that is Phantom Ranch. And so that last day of my trip, uh, those of us who were, who were rafting put on our 10-pound backpacks and started walking. And oh, wow. uh, so we all hiked out of the canyon and, um, you know, on the trail. It was a really amazing experience. And it uh, took me about seven and a half hours. 
I learned very quickly, you cannot go fast for someone else and you cannot go slow for someone else. You have to go at your own pace or you won't make it. So it's nine and a half miles of trail and it's a mile deep. So I've always wanted to go back and do that again. And uh, I've been walking with my friend Danny. Uh, We've been, I guess they're calling them in a pod, right, during this lovely time we're experiencing. Um, So we've been around each other the whole time. And so we walk three days a week. And I mentioned it to her one day and she said, I want to do that. So now we're training for that. So two days a week, we hike up and down Signal Hill a couple times. And then one day a week we do, well, at least one day a week. This time we did two. But usually we do uh, six to seven miles uh, one day a week. And um, it's fun. We have coffee and we walk and we talk. And we were really proud of ourselves yesterday because we did a 16-minute mile on, at the end, kind of poured it nice. on the end. So that was, that was a good time for us. <laughs> so, wow. Anyway, it, it's awesome. So what about you? What do you like to do when you work out? Okay. So my workout has evolved over the years. Back when I was young and trying to be Hulk Hogan, I would work out at Bally's, which I guess would be the this generation's equivalent of like life, um, 24-hour fitness or something like that. Bally's, I think, is probably out of business um, at some point. But back in the day when I was rough and tough and hard to bluff, shockingly, <laughs> I looked at everybody who were on all of those cardio machines and I thought, what a bunch of friggin' morons doing cardio. That's the biggest bunch of crap I've ever seen. I'm tough. I'm macho. So I'm only lifting weights. And I, I was, you know, I lifted weights and it was great. And I looked fantastic. I don't know if I've shared the story with you, Rebecca, but years, years and years and years and years ago, when I had my first house in Phoenix, I used to, you know, unlike today, where I am the most antisocial person you could ever possibly meet, which is actually a very true statement, which is funny because, you know, we do the show and, you know, my public job and all of that. But I used to have during the summertime weekly weekend barbecues on Saturday and Sunday. And I'd invite all my friends over or family over and we'd grill and hang out in the pool and just have a great time. Absolutely loved it. Why I stopped doing that, I have no idea. So I must have had some traumatic experience. Maybe we'll talk about that later. I don't know. But I remember, <laughs> um, you know, people take pictures and that type of stuff. So years later, I was going through a bin of pictures. And I stumbled across this picture of this blonde guy. And, you, you know, just saw him from the back who was just like a friggin' hunk. And I'm like, holy cow, who is that? Who is at my house? And how come I didn't take advantage of him? And then I realized it was me. So that was kind of funny because that was me, you know, just working out with weights, no cardio. Now we're going to fast mm-hmm. forward about six months because I'm, I'm soon next year going to be 28. Don't say again and for how many times, but I'm going to be 28 next year again for right. a million Right, right. I know. I know. Yep. And at some point, I don't know what happened, but I know that I did well enough at that job at the house that I had in Phoenix where uh, we got a prize catalog at work. I worked for the phone company and I was in sales. And so instead of just giving you mad wads of cash, which they were prone to do, um, they would give us this prize catalog called Perk Points. And in it, you could buy, you know, like a water bottle or, you know, whatever. But it had some really big major items like major trips, major stuff. And I bought a, you know, with my perk points, I bought two because I needed two, you know, because I'm 
you know, one wasn't <laughs> enough. I bought two 65-inch TVs when they were used to be the big old brick kind, you know, the big, tall, you know, oh like rear projection. Yeah. And I bought my parents or my dad and his wife um, all of their wedding gifts, you know, including a washer, dryer, you name it. And I bought a gym quality Life Fitness. That's the brand. Again, not a paid sponsor, yeah. but I'm mentioning their brand, a Life Fitness elliptical. Now, I bought it because I thought it was cute, and that would be really cool. Um, I had no intention of ever using it. And for many years, it, it was a great hat rack and sometimes clothes uh-huh. collector, as exercise uh-huh. equipment mm-hmm. tends to be. And I don't know what happened, but it was certainly not at that house, um, but it was probably at my McMansion house that I built after that, where I actually had a gym where I had, you know, like the Bowflex and the elliptical and all this. And that's where I really started using the elliptical. And um, I did that really because um, when I'd moved, um, you know, going to the gym after work with my workout buddies and all of that was not geographically really relevant or possible. Uh, well, I've got to, you know, work out at home or do something. But I ended up um, with the elliptical and it would it would go in waves where I would use it, you know, once a week for like four and a half minutes. And then I wouldn't use it again for months. Well, in the last few years, now that I'm going to be 28, I have found if I'm using it on a regular basis, not only do I feel better physically, but mentally, it's also a great, you know, cobweb clearer. And I'm able mm-hmm, to just mm-hmm. kind of not be crazy all the time. I'm crazy. You know, it's just like it takes away a lot of the anxiety and stress of the day um, and really enjoy that. So I do have a Life Fitness Elliptical, which I've had now for you know some 20 years. And then I recently, last year, from my neighbors, bought their Bowflex equivalent of an elliptical stair climber thing. It's like $2,000. Oh, okay. Jeff and Jill, I love them dearly, okay? But mm-hmm. salespeople see them coming a mile away and go like, I've just made my Christmas bonus. So they'll buy anything. You know, I'll buy anything that's made on TV or, you know, as seen on TV, I'll totally buy the bamboo steamer. I'll totally buy the Ginsu knife. I'll totally buy the new wave oven, but I'm not spending yeah. any, you know, any yes, kind of big money. And yeah. so they, they bought this Bowflex thing that was legitimately like two grand. They had no problem, you know, paying this two grand for this piece of equipment. And they called me over when they got it and they're very excited. And they're like, look, we're going to do exercise. Okay, so I think combined between the two of them, they used it maybe six times. And I'm thinking that's Mm -hmm. about three times more than they actually used it. Mm -hmm. And so they let it sit in the garage and just look like new and smell like new and be new. And then they got ready to move to Arizona. And they were like, well, we don't want to just like, you know, you know, put this in a garage sale or do whatever, you know, we'd like to make you a deal. And I was at a point where I had maybe 50 cents or a dollar extra and they Mm -hmm. made me a deal and I got it and I brought it home. You know how many times I've used it since I've got it from Jeff and Jill in the last year? How many? I think once. So um, Uh I'm not sure why I really spent the money on this other than the fact that it was brand new. And it's like, maybe I should put this on eBay or Craigslist and sell it. Because even if I sold it for, you know, 500 or or $1,000, something like that, I'd still be making a killing. And again, brand new. I mean, I've got the owner's manual, the whole thing. Anyway, but your question was, what do you do when you work out? I look at the Bowflex while I'm on the Life Fitness elliptical. <laughs> so okay, that's what I do. The, the 
elliptical. Yeah. yeah. So I'm on the elliptical looking at that, but I'm actually, I've got my AirPods on and I'm playing Clash of Clans, Boom Beach, and Angry Birds 2. I'll also play Song Pop 2. <laughs> so, because I need distraction. I just can't, I cannot work out without being distracted. Otherwise it just doesn't work. So for anybody out there who's looking for exercise advice and how to stick to a program, um, fool yourself and do something else while you're exercising. You know, just like Rebecca, you have a walking buddy. So what are you doing while you're walking? Talking. So that distracts you from We're the, talking the walking. Coffee. What are you doing? And you're drinking coffee and you're seeing pretty scenery. Yeah. You're doing all that. That's right. So I do Absolutely. anywhere half an hour, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour of the cardio on, I don't know, level, level seven, something like that. And I do it on a random. So it gets you know, harder and easier. I'm done with that. Super sweaty. And then I've got two, I'm down to two 25 pound dumbbells. And then I go and I've got about six different routines or ex- sets of exercises that I do that I do a couple of sets of each. And I call my workout complete. And it takes, you know, outside of the cardio, which, you know, varies depending upon my enthusiasm, um, you know, anywhere, a total workout, anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And so I do that three or four days a week. Love it. And I've also accepted now that I'm going to be 28 that I am not going to look like an Abercrombie and Fitch male model. Um, I will not have 2% body fat and I will not lose 138 IQ points to get down to that to look like that for the rest of my life. So I'm just kind of embracing where I'm at physically, um, just trying to eat well, get enough rest and um, be satisfied with the commitment that I've made, realizing that I could also, um, you know, I could do more. Yeah, but I'm not, and I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I used to, and I don't anymore. I don't know. So that's, well, that's do what I do feel? for working out. I feel, feel most of the time I feel really good today. I did not feel so good okay. though. You know why? Why? Yesterday at work, something happened, Rebecca. Uh-oh. I ate day-old salad that I think had been sitting out. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, so. and, and I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I, I have to admit. There's so many possibilities. I was really afraid you were going to say you ate a whole jar of honey roasted peanut butter. I kid you not. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 no. So no, one of the vendors like food anymore. <laughs> brought in um, a bunch of really delicious grilled chicken and steamed vegetables and, you know, salad and stuff. So I, I had some on Thursday. There were leftovers that I think had been sitting out, but I put them in the fridge before I went home Thursday night. And so instead of eating my lunch, which I know what I put in, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to have the rest of that salad, just get that cleaned up and get that out of the refrigerator and a couple of bites of this, a couple of bites of that, all healthy, you know. And about mm-hmm. an hour and a half later, and I eat lunch late because just of how things work. And so I eat lunch probably around like between two and three. And um, about 4.30, my stomach starts going. I'm thinking, well, that's a sound I don't usually hear. I wonder what that is. And then as the you know day went on and the night went on, I get home. And I'm starting to go like, this doesn't feel really correct. I wonder what's going on. Couldn't sleep, and about 4 o'clock this morning, I decided to start barfing out of both ends of my body. So it's been super great. Oh, so geez. I spent, I called out today from work. You oh, wouldn't know it from my enthusiastic voice. Um, and I just I just kind of closed my eyes, texted work. I said, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling well. 
And I never call out. The only time I call out is if I have I know, migraines that have got do. me throwing ever, out, ever, ever. throwing up, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, but this was a yeah. time where it's like, you know, I'm just going to like kind of sit here for 15 minutes and I'll, maybe I'll just go in, you know. And about 20 minutes later, it was like, oh, this is just not a good idea. So I texted work and I said, so, I'm just going to lay down and close my eyes for like, you know, five minutes. The next I woke up and it's like six hours later. I went, OK, that's wow. probably the sign anyway. So I'm, I'm yeah, glad you slept. That was today. I'm really glad you slept. I got to tell you, though, between the show last time and you talking about the two days in a row of people throwing up out of their car windows or their car doors or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm just carrying on a tradition, like, you know. Can we, can we just basically plan that next month we're not going to talk about vomit? <laughs> well, I can't make that as a guarantee because it will be our Halloween show. So we don't know how much sugar or processed food you might have eaten before we actually do the broadcast. So I, I, that is not a guarantee, but my goal will okay, be that okay. we will not talk about barfing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the day. Hey, I got a question for you, Rebecca. Yeah. I saw a study okay. recently where it says the average American has 16 friends. Do you want to take it? So they come into three categories, extremely, extremely close. Um, uh, that would be category one. And then people they would like and spend time with one-on-one. And the final category is friends. There are people you consider friends, but would not seek out. So given that, you know, we're kind of typical, how many friends do you think you have? And how many friends do you think are extremely close? I would say then the next category is close and then more like acquaintances. Oh, God, that's tough. I was just going to say two, but I'm just kidding. Um, Gosh, okay, let's see here. Well, I'm really blessed. So I'm, I'm actually going to not answer that according to the category. I'm just going to qualify okay. how my relationships are in my life. How's that? Good. And I might as well start with you. Oh, oh so, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> Here comes the honesty. No, but, but you know, you already know all of this. So, so Garrett and I are very, very good friends. And there is nothing we can't say to each other. And I mean nothing. We have talked about every subject under the sun, but we only have conversations about once a month unless something really comes up and we end up seeking each other out. So we don't seek each other out all the time, but Garrett is a very good friend of mine, very close friend of mine because he knows. (laughs) I know it all girl. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I'm really fortunate. I have people around me that I'm close to that if I need something, I can call them. They'll be there for me. Um, I will admit that it's hard for me to ask for help. Garrett knows this. It's hard for me to open up and talk about stuff sometimes. I'm getting better about it. Um, But I probably have, let's see. um, I'm going to say I probably have 10 people that if I had an emergency in the middle of the night and I needed help, I could call them and they would drop everything and come. Mm-hmm. So I'm really blessed. I'm really, really blessed. Some of them are people I talk to almost every day. Some of them are people I don't talk to very often, but they are people who are that close. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm really blessed. And then yeah, there are a lot are. of people. I am. I, there are a lot of people that I don't see very often, but it's like we pick up where we left off whenever I talk to them or, or see them. Um, and then I have a very interesting category, and that's why I didn't follow the categories you gave me, Garrett, because 
I have a lot of clients who feel like I am one of their closest friends. Because when we talk about stuff in these readings, it's intimate details. Yeah. And so they let me in, which I feel like it's such a privilege that they, that they really allow me into their lives. But at the same time, um, they don't necessarily know that much about me. Like they know who I am because I'm always authentically myself as much as I can be. But it doesn't mean they know a lot about my life. And so they'll feel like I'm one of their best friends but they don't really know me. And the other thing that's interesting about that is I don't remember the readings. So they let me share these very intimate moments with them, but I don't actually carry that out into my life. So it's very interesting. So I think that the people who did that study should add this category, don't you? <laughs> I, well, I think it depends upon, you know, what you're doing in life. You know, you're a very, you're, like it or not, you are a public figure for the work that you do. And it does become a very intimate feel to, um, you know, allow and share and, you know, get into somebody's inner circle like that. And you, it's kind of like, I would equate it almost to, and I mean no disrespect to anybody anywhere, but it almost like going to your hairdresser. The second they start touching your scalp and cutting your hair, you want to spill all the tea and just tell them all the dirt of everything <laughs> and you can't help it. And the second you want to shut up, you'd start telling them more. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. But I, I tend to agree with you. I think that, you know, doing what you do, people will think that they, Oh my gosh, I totally, you know, no Rebecca when no, you don't really, um, you know, I hear that from a lot of radio personalities, especially there's a couple of podcasts that I always listen to. And one of the hosts, she's always like, you know, when I go and meet people, they think that my personality on the radio is going to be the same personality that they meet when they meet me in person. But when they meet me in person, I'm not on the radio. I'm just me. And so I'm not this, you know, super bubbly, effervescent, outgoing, super duper, absolute A plus type A personality. And people are a little off put by the fact that, you know, I'm just me. I'm not racing up going, hi, I remember you from 1983 and we're best friends. You know? <laughs> um, so I think that, that that ends up being something a lot of people in the public eye get because you are sharing yourself in a different way than just, you know, somebody who's, you know, working nine to five and their regular job. But, yeah, I agree with you. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's I mean, I'm always authentic and I know you know that. Yeah. And I do bring, you know, real world experience into the readings if it's apropos, but um, it doesn't mean that they actually really know me. And I mean, because yeah, you know that my personality is the same no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have a different persona. But, um, but I, actually, I wanted to ask you the same question. So what about you? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to try to stick to the category where it says, you know, extremely close, close, and then acquaintances. I don't know. You know, um, you know, I absolutely count you as one of my very best friends. But when I start, you know, like doing the math, I think a lot of people think that they are much better friends with me than I think I am with them. And I'm mm -hmm. sure if I wanted to be a better friend or a more involved friend, I would absolutely do that. But I'm at a point in my life where I just really like how my life is set up. And that is not always the most social. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, I will talk to folks a lot that I work with in my day job and just, you know, life in general. Oh, what do you do this weekend? Oh, da, 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 da. I went here with so-and-so. I did this. I did that. Even in COVID, you know, I went walking with my family or we hung out and played games or, you know, whatever. And they're like, what did you do? And I said, I sat in my room and I slept. Well, what else did you do? Well, I did laundry. Mm-hmm. And what else? I worked out. And then what else? Oh, I laid out for my 15 minutes a week. And then what? where did you go? Um, well, I took some more naps. And, you know, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I look at it and it's like, you want, you know, not you, Rebecca, but just you in general, you know, you want all of that activity and all of that. And you crave that. That's awesome. But rarely do I go, oh, my gosh, I wish I could go and I, oh, I wish I had somebody to go with and do and be and I'm really not that way. And so, you know, my life is very lonely in many, many, many ways. And I'm not unhappy about that. And I think that is really freaky for a lot of folks who think that their worth is tied to a relationship to a job, to, you know, you know, family, to friends, to whatever. And for people who want something different, that's great because it's, that's what you want. Um, But the, you know, the life that I have is very isolated. Um, And I'm, I'm, I think I'm at a point where I want to kind of explore and expand that a little bit where I'm not quite as shut off to the world outside of, you know, my job and, you know, the radio and that type of stuff that I am today. But I'm also not sure how wide I want to open that door to make that available. And that could be dating or it could just be friends in general or whatever the case is. Because, you know, at the end of the day, when I'm done with my job, six o'clock, I leave my, you know, I hit, get in the car, head home. And it's six o'clock at night, folks. Most nights, except for when I do the show, I'm already in bed by eight o'clock, which people think is nuts. But here's what I do. I get all of the puppies and I go like, who wants to snuggle and who's got a story? (laughs) Who wants to tell me about their day? And all of the dogs race up to the bed. They get into their requisite spots. They fight for position because we always start where one dog starts here, but ends up at a different spot every night. And it'd be just like, you know, Jenny, (laughs) you're going to end up over there. Why don't you just go over there? And she was like, shut up, Papa. I'm sleeping here right now. And they'll do this oh. <laughs> every night. And I get the most joy and satisfaction of spending my time with the dogs. Now, that does not mean I don't mm-hmm. like people and that type of thing. You know, and the, I, you know, like people say, dogs are fine. Yeah, people are fine. Um, but I don't really seek that out outside of my work. Because at work, I'm on all the time. And I'll, I'm, this right. is a great segue right. for something in just a second, Rebecca. But I'm on all the time. Okay. So, you know, when I come home, I kind of like switch the switch off. So I can just like relax. I don't have to sit there and talk to anybody. You know, I've got a um, an extended Airbnb guest, right? Guest, a roommate now. Lovely girl. And sweet as can be, most delightful person in the world. Not an ill thought in her body. Sweetest person in the world. And she's very social. And I told her before she started staying here, I said, you know, this is not the party house. So if you want to bring friends you know, around, you go downtown, go to the beach, you do whatever, right. but you're not right. bringing them back here because this is, you know, and, and that sounds really harsh, but Rebecca, I've lived in this house six years. How many times have you been over? Twice. 
three times maybe? Um, not a lot. But, well, more not than that, but not, but not too – no, not a lot. No, but I was thinking I, just, I should come over and we should walk over and get lunch or something one of these days. Well, that will totally be great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm just not but I'm just ahead. not that person. But, you know, she just lights up, okay. you know, and she'll have her cousin come and stay and, you know, that type of stuff. And you just hear them like giggle and, you know, like schoolgirls and it's just cute. They cook and they, you know, tell stories, but they talk nonstop. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can do that for an hour once a week with Rebecca or Stephanie or something like that on the show, but I can't talk nonstop for like a hundred hours in a row. My head would explode. But, so. but Garrett, that's what we women do. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, my friend Danny and I, we, we, we walk for two hours and we're still not done talking like, when we get back. It's like, what else is there to say? Because, you know, I'll see Rebecca and I'll go like, Rebecca, you look super skinny. Your hair looks great. Okay. See you next time. You know, because now I've said it all. <laughs> Thank you, and I love you, and I'll, how much yeah. I owe you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, those two no, are but, free, so yeah. Yeah, thanks. I anyway, that. Well, but, no, but, hey, we're know, almost at the honestly, halfway point. Can you believe it already? Yes. Oh, it goes fast. It goes fast. It goes fast. Hey, one thing I want to let everybody know, and of course, everybody listening is like, we don't care. Just get to us, because it's you know about us and asking questions. <laughs> we are going to do that in a second. I wanted to say um, thanks to my last guest, Stephanie Gerard, who will be on next Saturday as well. So a little preview for what's coming up. Uh, we'll be on the air same time next Saturday night at 8 p.m. live Pacific Standard Time. My headset and microphone, I was having some technical difficulties and Rebecca knows this from the show prior and I kept going, this is just, it's clicking, it's not making sound. And I'm getting ready to go spend like a quadrillion dollars. That's more than like Kim Kardashian makes, a quadrillion dollars on a new microphone, <laughs> a new headset and the whole thing. And I just started looking at the mess that I had and I went, Oh, I could just get a new headset for, I think I got it for like $70, but you know, you could have spent thousands of dollars on the headset. I was like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing the show. Who cares? I don't need it to be Bose headphones. Bose headphones are awesome, right. but I don't need to spend money on that. Yeah. So I got that for, I don't know, $60. And then I got a cover for the microphone. So you don't hear me spitting all the time. <laughs> Um, so hopefully the show tonight for your audio quality sounds a little bit more mellow and calm and peaceful and sexy and all of that cool stuff. So we're going to start taking your calls. We've got a million of you, exaggeration not, on the call queue tonight. We're going to open up the phone lines. I'm going to go top to bottom tonight um, in the order that the calls were received. So if you called early, just do your happy dance now because we can't hear you dancing after you start um, and we unmute the line. But you're going to ask one question. Give us, um, you know, subject, your name, and as few details as possible. And then I'm going to mute myself so you don't hear me typing to other listeners. And um, you can ask the question and talk to Rebecca at the end of the call. I'll come in, wrap up the call. Thank you. And then we're going to go to the next caller. That is how the show works in the second half. Rebecca, any other feedback you would like to give listeners before we open up the lines? Uh, No, just name and then um, what your question is, and that's it. And then if I need more information, I will ask. Okay, so there we go. So this is a preview of what you can book independently of this show. So when you are listening to the show tonight in two fantastic, easy to spot spots on the show page, there are hyperlinks to Rebecca's beautifully redesigned website where you can actually go and book your own private reading. You can get some information on how and what she does and 
be wowed and inspired in all ways for your life. So go to that. Or if you're just listening and like, oh, my God, you're going to make me have to go do something. No, go to IamRebecca.com and you can get there that way as well. If you don't like the ease of a hyperlink. Our first caller tonight is coming from the 780 area code. 780, you are live with Rebecca. May we get your first name and your question. Hey, thanks, Garrett, for taking my call. My name is Jay. And my question is, is the, when is the best time for me to invest in um, uh, precious metals for silver? This next month okay. or November? Actually, November is the first thing that I get, and then you'll have another opportunity in February, but November. Mm, so, And I'm hearing okay. like around the 3rd is what comes up. November 3rd. Is that election day around yeah. your country? I, it, actually, it is, but that's what comes up. So... <laughs> I, I had no clue that that was election day when I said that to you, actually. So, but that's what comes up, on or on or after, third, fourth, fifth, right around there. Yeah. No, okay. But you'll know. The other thing is, when I tell you something, trust your gut too. But yeah, November definitely feels better than October. Oh, okay. That's all I have. Okay. 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 Thanks, Jay. All, right. all the best. Keep us posted. Okay. Yeah. And if well, you, thank you. You know, if your winnings or investments, you know quintuple or something like that. Rebecca and I only want like 38%. Okay. So, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Actually, I've got that. mine to 37. Yeah, Ooh, discounted. It's like a Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay. You're invest welcome. wisely, invest often. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Have a great night. <laughs> bye Okay, so our next caller is out of the 805 area code. You are now live with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question? Hi, Garrett. Hi, this is Donna. My friend Cheryl would like to ask a question. She's never been on, and then I'd like to ask a quick question. She wanted to go first, so here she is, please. Okay, Cheryl. Hi, my name is Cheryl, and I'm thinking of my question is I'm thinking of selling my beautiful Santa Barbara house and uh, uh, buying something in Southern Oregon, and I'm having a really hard time with this decision. A horrible time. Cause okay. It's partly right. because, well, whatever. Okay. So that's okay. Okay. So first of all, the thing is you love the home in Santa Barbara. And here's what I tell every single client when they say, should I go buy this house or should I do this or should I do that? I say two questions. Are you buying it because you love it and you want to live there? Are you buying it as an investment property? So the thing is you love the home. You love Santa Barbara. So my question to you is why are you moving? If you don't need to do that, why are you doing that? Because that you already have heartache even considering this move. Because I don't have very much money in the bank, and I own a big, very expensive house, and I don't. So here's the thing. I don't want to lose it. So I think Before, about selling, and I'm having a hard time. Okay, so, so I understand all of that. And the thing is, you have to get to a place where you reconcile yourself and you have peace about it, and right now you don't. So let yourself grieve, because this is a loss for you. To, to let go of this house is a loss. It's like you're losing something that has given you peace and love and joy, and you don't want it to go away, but it has to go away. Okay? But so this is what I'm hearing from you. My friends keep telling me, I have a job. Why are you selling, you know? <laughs> but well, I don't know. Do you it, count it, on a job these days? I don't know. It, well, so well, let me go back to, I, I want you to do what makes you feel love and joy in your life. And you feel love and joy in this house. So, you know, my impression is 
you know, I feel like right now, given just where you are in this moment, my impression is stay. Don't, you don't have to leave right now. You don't have to. If you're concerned about the future, that's fine, but you don't have to do this today. You will come to a place, I'm hearing probably five, five years or so, maybe seven at the most, where you will come to a place of peace and you will know, okay, I'm ready to let go now. Now, this can change, but the energy around you right now, I hear the numbers five and seven. It feels like it's years, not months. And the thing is, so, so make peace with it and love it and let it love you right now. But you don't have Thank to you. do anything right now. Okay? So, so let yourself love it and let it love you back. Thank okay? You. You'll, you'll have peace when it's time. Okay. Anyway, Thank thanks you. for the question. Okay. Okay, and this is Donna. I have a question too, please, Rebecca. Yes, um, go ahead, Donna. I have not been hi. I have not been in a relationship for twelve years, and I okay. get kind of lonely. I don't have kids. I'm all by myself. And um, okay, I just got on match about three days ago, but I'm not having too you, much luck with that. Okay, no. So I'm, hearing, have to give it I'm hearing. Okay, give you yeah, give it time. It doesn't happen immediately. So I'm hearing J, like Jeff, or you know that could be the initial, the first name, middle name, or last name. But I'm hearing a J name. Be patient. Okay, I had got some great advice from a friend of mine because I was getting on online, and my friend said, "Look, just get on there with the idea that you're going to meet people and you might make some friends. Don't feel like." with every single person, is this the guy? Is this the guy? Is this the guy? Just let yourself meet people and get to know them and enjoy it. Just enjoy it. But understand that it's not something that will happen necessarily overnight. For some people, it happens quickly. Some people, it takes years. It just depends on where you are and what you want. But, But this is a perfect time for you to get really clear about who you want to have in your life. What is this person like? What are their qualities? What are the common interests that you want to have with them? Get really clear and specific about what you want in that ideal partner. And then once you start talking to people, if you know they're not what you want, my, my friend says, just go next and go on to the next person. Because people will say, well, I'm not meeting anybody. Well, you only need to meet the one person. You don't have to meet a ton of people, but give yourself an opportunity and be open to the process and just allow yourself to meet people. Um, so, you know, I'm doing the numbers one and seven as somehow significant. I don't know if it'll be the 17th of a month um, or if it's 17 months from now, but the number 17 is somehow significant numbers one and seven for you. So be patient, have fun with it. And, and, you know, I do see you opening to a relationship, but be open-minded. And, okay. and just allow it and enjoy it, okay? Yeah. But somebody's okay. coming. Just hang in there, okay? Oh, okay. Thank you so Donna, much. Donna, I'm going to throw in my two cents worth, too. Yes, please. A hundred years ago, when I was sure that I was destined, you know, because, you know, in your early 20s, you're never, ever, ever going to meet anybody in your 20s. I was sure I was never, ever going to meet anybody. And I was having dinner with my friend Kirk's girlfriend at the time. And her name, um, well, no, that's a, it's a funny story for a different time. Anyway, so I'm, you know, woe is me. I'm never going to meet anybody. Trail of tears. Doesn't everybody feel sorry for me? She goes, oh, well, I just finished reading this book called Are You the One for Me? Knowing Who's Right and Avoiding Who's Wrong by Dr. Beverly DeAngelis. Now, the book now is like, you know, at least, you know, 20 years old. So um, you can find it online. And, I, and I'm not a book reader. And I... 
had dinner with her at this very fancy restaurant in Phoenix called AZ88 in Scottsdale, where everybody goes and you stand online and every, you know everybody goes and poses and looks around and says, "Don't I look fantastic?" <laughs> and the following day, I'm at Target. And by the way, at the time, I was going to school at Arizona State, so reading extra books for fun was not on my list. And I'm walking by the CD section or whatever, and there's an end cap of books. And what is the book uh, staring me smack dab in the face right then and there? Are you the one for me? Knowing who's right and avoiding who's wrong by Dr. Oh. De- Beverly DeAngelis. And then, well, that's a mm-hmm. sign. I'm going to take the sign. And, I, and so I got the book, read it, did all the exercises. Now, you can do that, but I'm going to give you one better. There is a book okay. that you will find cheaper, easier to read, and get you going to the finish line much faster. It's a book called The List by... Rebecca Fisk. You can find it on Amazon easily for okay. under three dollars. And oh. so, if you go and get Rebecca's book, not that I'm shilling for Rebecca here, Rebecca, but um, <laughs> it you. really Thank is a good. it's a great book. Um, good homework. You have to do the homework. Rebecca says you okay. got to do the work. But you'll start seeing different things, you know, come around your life because you're open to notice them. So, if you have a chance to get Rebecca's book, highly recommend that. Support, you know, support our guest, um, but you will find some great exercises that are going to help you. So, and then, again, not everybody has to be the one. Here's the other thing. There's a big myth out there that I'm only ever going to meet one person who will love oh, yeah. me. No. Okay, you're going to meet no. lots. So there are yeah. many the ones. So this one might be the one for this stage of your life. And when that ends, you celebrate, you know, the good um, wish them well, and off they go. And then you're like, oh, I'm never going to meet anybody ever again. And then when the timing is right, the next the one comes along. And then guess what? You're happy for a long time. And then when that's done, you go on to the next the one. Why do you think Liz Taylor kept getting married 100 times? Because she, well, she loved being married, number one. But she kept meeting the one. So, Donna, I know there's a one out there for you. Well, and also be the person that you want to be. Love you for Mm-hmm. You know, one of the yeah. things I've been talking about lately is, you know, we talk about putting on our own oxygen mask before we put yep. on the oxygen mask of somebody else. It doesn't just apply to emergencies. It applies to everything. Take care of you and love you mm-hmm. and know what you really truly want. And then you can actually ask for it in a partnership. You can recognize those qualities in somebody that you're looking for to potentially be a partner in your life. So, the better you know you and love you, the better partner you're going to be and the more you're going to attract what you want. Mm, yes. And, and you're happy. And you're happy. Just yes. being yourself. Make yourself happy yeah. first. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Congratulations, oh, Donna. Love's on its way for you. That's oh, right. Let thank us know. You, okay, thank you, my so dear. Much. Keep us posted. <laughs> thank you for calling in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, so our next caller is going to be out of the 860 area code. 860, you're on the line with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question, please? Hi, my name is Amla, and I have a ditto question from Donna, but I also want to add something with both of you talking about relationships. Actually, Donna as well, is you have to be it to attract it. So Mm -hmm. I really feel ready for Mr quality man because I know who I am I love who I am and I just want to meet my best friend a complimentary partner relationship so I was wondering if you see anything for me 
I'm hearing February or March for you. And, you know, the thing is that you know very well who you are. And there is, you know, there's a feeling from you that you are really nurturing yourself for the first time, which yeah. is great. I feel like you've been working on this for the last few months, and it's beautiful. I want to say that energetically, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing a really good job. But there are a few things that still need to be finished. So there's okay. a feeling that, um, you know, closing other chapters in your life, that no longer okay. serve you for your highest good. And I feel like you already kind of know what these things are. But there's, I want to okay. say there's like three things now, three areas of your life where you're going, mm, not so sure about this anymore, and letting those things go. And just, okay. you know, it, it's, um, I want to say even maybe having a ceremony around these things that you're deciding to let go of. So okay. Can I hear? Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so, it's, it's, so this is going to be taking place through the end of the year. And then, like I said, I hear February or March. I'm sorry, what was your question? Oh, I'm sorry. Just making, so is this somebody completely brand new in February, March that you're seeing? Or is... I don't know, honestly. What I'm seeing is something okay. blocking this person. So I can't tell if it's, oh. you know, part of it energetically is you needing to clear out these other energies. Yes. So when you yes. when you're getting things in order, it will make room for that person to show up. It's like they're standing behind a wall, and I can't uh-huh. tell if it's somebody that you already know or not. I just know they're very close, but they're behind this wall, and you've got to get this other stuff out of the way, and and get it handled. And it's an energetic thing. Okay. And once these okay. things are cleared, then yeah, you can you know it's like the wall would turn into a door, and you can open the door. But right now, it's still blocked. And it's got a lot it. of this is on your end. I feel like he's already waiting for you. It's it's you've got to deal with your stuff. Ah, Here you go, Anna. Thank you. That's really Yay. helpful. You're so welcome. Have and a great night. Anna. And Rebecca, what's one of the things that you coached me on doing whenever I had something that I needed to energetically release? <laughs> Letter writing. Um, so. I recommend, um, and you know this, Garrett, writing letters mm-hmm. to clear energy. So what happens is when we have a relationship with someone, it can be anyone, we tend to at some point have anger or sadness or we have an emotional reaction to something. And what happens is, you know, we're taught to be polite. It's not polite to get angry. It's not polite to yell at somebody. It's not polite to cry if you're upset about something. So we tend to be polite and we push these emotions down inside our body and we carry them with us because we are not taught how to express them and release them. Well, emotions are meant to be messengers. We're not meant to carry them. So if you're angry at somebody for something and you just feel like, ah, every time I see that person, I just want to get, I just want to punch them. And maybe it's not even that extreme, but you know that every time you see this person, you see red. So what I suggest is you write a letter to them. You do this when you can be by yourself, when you can allow the emotions to come up, but you say, dear, and you fill in the blank on the name and you start writing anything and everything. I can't believe you did this to me. You're so blah, 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 whatever it is. You can cuss, you can write whatever you want, but you want to access those emotions. So we're talking about anger right now. So for anger, I would say once you start feeling that anger coming up, hit pillows or scream into pillows. Or if you have a punching bag, hit, hit the punching bag, but do something to get that anger out of your body. It's not serving you carrying it. And keep writing. I always suggest, you know, try to keep writing for like 20 minutes. And at the end of it, it should feel like, okay, wow, okay, I got a lot out. This is really good. 
And then take the letter and immediately tear it up. Take it outside to the garbage cans and tear it up. And as you're tearing it up and throwing it away, you ask for, for God or the universe to change the energy into light and love for the highest good. And the universe will do that. But we need to get these emotions out of the body and not carry them inside our bodies where we are not meant to carry emotions. And you can do and, that as many times as you need to. Yeah. And, and I actually burn mine and I have a special flower pot that I go and burn it in outside. And okay, just like you said, I just said, you know, uh, please, you know, thank you, God, um, with, you know, turning this into light and love for the higher purpose. And it is freaky how quickly things have <laughs> changed. And I, I can only speak from my experience. I can't speak for anybody else, but there have been people, places, things, circumstances, events where I'm just like, Oh my God, I want to wring that friggin' person's neck. That person is such a low down, dirty, rotten scoundrel. I do my letter writing. I scream, I cuss. I am just so furiously mad. And at the end of it, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm exhausted. And it's what, and like mm-hmm. you said, 15, 20 minutes. And, I'm, and I write till I just yeah. can't write anymore. I'm like, ooh, where's my lighter? And I race outside, go to, you know, and I put the flower pot as to the closest place and the farthest away from the house because, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Furthest place away from the house, and I stick it in there, and I light it, and I do the little thing, and I just go, and I watch the smoke go up, and I'm like, ooh, look at all the smoke. It's going into love and light. That's great. And I come in and just kind of go about my day. And every time I've done that, every time, um, I it that person, place, thing, events starts changing and it's always been for the better because that's what well and I chuckled because you've always called me right away and said oh my gosh I wrote the letter yesterday and guess what happened today so Mm -hmm. that's why I chuckled yeah but I didn't say anything about burning I prefer the burning I have to admit um and the reason that I didn't say burning this time is because I said that not long ago to a friend of mine who lives in Northern California and he's like you really think I want to go out and burn every, anything when the, every, the area is on fire? And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I'm not going to say that for a little while. So yeah, if you're in a forest fire situation, method, but don't light it. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> don't we'll, light it. we'll just rip it up. There <laughs> or we go. use your fireplace. Or take use the fireplace. But you don't want to yeah, keep it. Just, but don't yeah. keep it. You don't want to keep the energy in the house. You, the yeah, the get intention the of out. this is mm-hmm. to release it and get it out. You don't want it in your mm-hmm. field. You want it out. Mm-hmm. Right. So cool. thank you for that, okay. And And you might need to write a lot. You might need to write a well, lot of Well, sometimes, Some you know, stuff comes back up. You know, uh, Mr. or Miss yeah. So-and-so, you know, might, you know, be better for a few days or a couple of weeks. And then Mr. or Miss So-and-so does something and goes, oop, I need to write a go, go home and write another letter. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. not reading my, you know, what needed to happen. Anyway, our next caller is out of the 707 area code. 707, you're live with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question, please? Uh, yes. Hi, Rebecca. This is Valerie. Hi, Valerie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, how can I help? Yeah, I wanted to see what's coming up next for me. Okay. All right. So the very first thing that comes up is just career. And I feel like there's been something blocking you and that block has now been opened up. But it feels like you're, you're not quite sure where you left off. You have to kind of get regroup. Like, okay, where have I been and now what am I doing and how am I moving forward? So it might, you know, I feel like this is the same kind of position. Um, and it might even be 
the same job. It just feels like, okay, I haven't been here. What, what does this look like and what do I need to do? It's almost like you've been on vacation for a few months and now you're going back and you kind of have to get reacquainted with how everything works because you've been away for a while. That's what it feels like. Um, but I also get this feeling from you of, okay, let's roll up our sleeves and get to work. So you are somebody who works hard. Um, you, you're very detail-oriented, um, very meticulous. Uh, let's see here. And what else? You know, the other thing that comes up is you may end up either moving jobs or moving. I feel like, you know, you're going back to something and you may do this for a few more months, but I almost feel like after the end of the year, you may choose to do something different or you may choose to move. So there's some kind of move for you. It's either career or home is my impression. So um, I think it's but, you know, career, career okay. because yeah, what you it, did was right on. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. Said, yeah, so yeah. It, it, it feels like you're going back to finish something and then you're going to move on. That's what it feels like. Okay, so I'm not going to be there that long. I would like to be there at least a year or two. It's up to you. I mean, this is just what's coming up, and I tell everybody this. We have free will. So right. when I do the readings, I'm always reading the energy around you in this moment. But you have the choice. If you decide you want to stay there for another year, you can. It's just that right now okay. the energy around you is, eh, something's going to change by the end of the year or right around the end of the year. It feels like it's either your home or your career. That's what it feels like. So, and it could even be that you're, that you're either doing some kind of parallel transfer or a promotion or something like that, because that's still a new job. So, yeah, you know, I just, I, yeah. I'm not working right now. So what you said was oh, okay. right on. It's, and I would it's, like it's to coming get back, back again. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Do you see it before yeah, the end of the again. year or the end of the year? I, I'm hearing probably November, and this is going to be a very slow kind of a beginning. Like again, it's 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 going to be different, and it's going to be a slow beginning. But there's something else that's opening up for you now, so it's going to be interesting. But there's something else opening up for you as well. There you go, Valerie. So Good luck. Keep us, us posted. <laughs> yeah, and we've got about six minutes left. We've got a million of you left. That is not an exaggeration. So we're going to get to a bunch of more of you before the show's over. Five oh nine. You are live with Rebecca. Can we get your first name and your question, please? Uh, yes, this is Mindy, and I'm from uh, or, um, Washington. You said where I'm from, right? A question, actually. Oh, a question. What's your question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> okay, so I was just, um, I, I'm, I have a gentleman in mind. I have been single for a while, but I have a gentleman in mind, and he is living across the United States, and he has invited okay, me to come. What's his first name? What's his first Bob? name? Okay, hang um, on just a second here. He really likes you. He really likes you a lot, and he wants, it's like he wants to impress you. He wants to do this on, in, on his turf because he wants to have control, not because he wants to control you, but because if he can control the circumstances, he feels like he can woo you a little bit easier. But he really feels very drawn to you. There's very warm feelings here, uh, and I feel like you also feel that, but you're nervous about it. Um, so, you know, yeah. go and have fun. You know, he, this is a nice man. He's very kind. He's genuine. He is. Okay. He is. So, He's I mean, genuine. am I going to be okay he financially over there? Or, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's been promises that he's taken them away. Well, and I don't know. Yeah, well, 
Well, go and meet him, but don't stay. I mean, I'll go and go and stay for a few days and come back. You can't just move and go be there. You've got to go and feel it out first. But he's nice and he does care about you. I feel like if things have happened in the past, it's like he wants to impress you. But you have to be there long enough that you can, can that you can see whether or not everything is exactly the way that he says it, and then decide mm-hmm. how comfortable you are. I feel like he cares more about you than you care about him. So you have to go really? and kind of check that out. I mean, yes, yes, that okay. that is my feeling. So there yeah. you go, Mindy. But, but, yeah, so one day at a time, but trust your gut. Okay. Okay, <laughs> and congratulations, but don't buy a U-Haul yet. Our next caller yes. is coming from the 856 area code. 856, you're live with Rebecca. May we have your first name and your question. Hi, how are you? It's Maria, and I did your thing like I have, like a relationship and job. I got the uh, like some interviews the past week, so that's happening and some changes when I did it, like the burning and stuff like you guys suggested. So I'm trying to do the relationship on that's not going through. Okay, so what is your question? I guess the relationship part, because <laughs> I did like the I have long-term relationship and the long-term job-wise, better job. The job worked out. I had the an interview on Monday, and the relationship didn't go through if that makes sense the okay so you part. don't have so so you want to know if you're having a new relationship or right or you're asking if you're going to reconcile or i i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah reconcile. okay uh, okay what's the person's first name uh ralph okay hang on just a second here so here's the thing you have to decide if this is what you want because he is who he is and he's not going to change. And there's a feeling yeah. from both of you that, you know, you guys keep doing the same dance. So you guys both get tired and frustrated with each other. You know, what I would really like to suggest is that you guys work on some communication skills and also, you know, get the book The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Because the thing is you guys have miscommunication and then you both get upset with each other and then you do the dance. You keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. So it's time to step outside of the pattern and do something different. So the only way that's going to change is if you learn how to speak to each other differently and if you actually learn a little bit more about each other and then meet each other where both of you need to meet each other. There's a lot of um, – you guys care about each other. You really absolutely care about each other, but you've got to break the pattern. So, and, and, and I wish that... you luck. Let us know. Yeah, please let us know, Rosemaria. Congratulations on the job. And with that, we've got a little bit of time left. So, Rebecca, about a minute of last words of wisdom before we wrap up the show. Um, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, the very best thing you can do is just pray for peace. That's what my spiritual teacher talks about is just pray for peace. Um, pray for yourself. Pray for your loved ones. Pray for peace basically peace on earth in the hearts of every being on the planet and it will help. It helps you focus on something that takes you away from the drama that's happening outside and, and having something like that to focus on is great. But when we pray, our prayers are always heard, always, always, always heard. So pray for peace. That is great advice. The other great advice we can give you tonight is go to IamRebecca.com and book your private reading with Rebecca. 
You can ask her as many questions as you want in the time that you schedule. And you don't have me blabbering on like a blabbering idiot <laughs> or having to compete with a million five hundred and eighty three thousand two hundred and sixteen other people calling into the show. So please know that. Um, it's a pleasure having you here, Rebecca, as always. You're just a love and a treat. I'm so grateful you've taken time out of your busy weekend and schedule to come and spend time with us. Hi to your lovely family, Ben. And uh, again, everybody will be back next Saturday night with Stephanie Gerard, psychic, and um, talk to her about chakras and you know energetic healing. She's amazing at that stuff, too. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. I will see you next week. Rebecca, love you lots. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to love you Rated too, G Radio. Radio.